Okay, who's better, Jack Hughes or Trevor Zegras? Is Dougie Hamilton a top 20 defenseman? And also, a preview for a future episode. Why aren't people talking more about Simone Nemetz and what he could bring to the organization? Because he was the second overall pick, guys. We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the network. I'm your college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So this is episode 501. Uh, the previous episode was my 500th episode of me being a part of the Locked On podcast network. I did a full-length interview with former New Jersey Devils enforcer and fan favorite Cam Jansen. So if you haven't listened to it already, please pause this episode and do so. Cam was a great get. He was a great guy to talk to, off-the-cuff kind of guy. But it was it was definitely an entertaining talk, and you get some more insight as to what happened in while he was in New Jersey, he said it was all good vibes. He loved every single player, a part of that roster. Talked about some of his more infamous fights. But ultimately, that was episode 500, and I can't thank you guys enough. So halfway there to 1,000. Will I get there? Only time will tell. So before we talk about today's full-length episode, I want to first give you guys a preview as to what's to come in the future for Locked on Devils. So expect a crossover with me and J.D. Hernandez. He is the host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks because he and I kind of had a funny interaction over the course of the week. As you guys know, Trevor Zegras along with uh, Sarah Nurse are going to be one of the cover athletes for the NHL video game. So their uh, cover is the X Factor edition. And as you can see right there, if you're watching on YouTube, I personally love it. I think it's an interesting take on just trying to incorporate the outdoors and hockey and just them uh, having their their sticks in, in, in palm trees or whatever the case might be. So I'm in Arizona right now, so I see palm trees all the time. So I, I think it's actually pretty funny, and I think it's actually a, a cool take on uh, something like this. And also Sarah very accomplished in her respective career. So I feel as though this is definitely a great crossover to have. But uh, anyway, going back to the interaction, J.D. Hernandez of Locked on Ducks tweeted saying, poor Jack, because Trevor Zegers revealed that uh, he's not going to give Jack Hughes a free copy just because uh, Jack Hughes still has to pay for Trevor Zegers's breakfast or whatever the case might be. Because as you guys know, he... Uh, Jack and Cole Caulfield are good friends. And I responded by saying Trevor Zegras wishes he was Jack Hughes, because if you guys recall, after Jack Hughes did his uh, stick toss and dance, Trevor Zegras also recreated it himself. And I posted that video as well. And somebody who doesn't even follow my account and a former colleague of mine, he was one of the co-hosts of Locked On Sharks. He responded by saying, uh, this is effing insane obviously i can't say the the f-bomb right there but nonetheless he thinks it's insane he says trolling for clicks taken to new heights every day so my thing is is this look i know i'm a bit of a troll i know that my hockey takes are somewhat controversial 
You know, when I say that Martin Brodeur is the greatest goalie of all time, I know that's going to spark some debate. Case in point, when I got the actual New Jersey Devils uh, Twitter page to get involved in that discussion over the summer, uh, a lot of people were, were just like debating left or right as to who's the greatest goalie to ever play. Bardown got involved in it. But you look, I'm known for, you know, having somewhat controversial takes. I'm known for being somewhat of an optimistic, but in this case, you know, was I trolling a bit? Just a bit. But my main point is that I still think Jack Hughes is better than Trevor Zegras. And every time of Locked On Ducks, and I said, hey, you want to do a crossover and do a discussion in regards to who we think is better, Jack Hughes or Trevor Zegras? So you take the side of Jack Hughes and I take the side of Trevor Zegras. I'm joking, of course. So obviously, since I'm Locked On Devils, I'll take the side of Jack Hughes. He'll take the side of Trevor Zegras because – not to disrespect Trevor Zegras or anything like that. He's a very good player, and I feel as though he's definitely going to uh, have a bright future, and he's definitely a great center in this league. But when looking at Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras side-by-side side this season, Jack Hughes finished with 56 points and Trevor Zegras finished with 61. But here's the thing. Jack Hughes appeared in only 49 games, and Trevor Zegras appeared in 75. So Trevor Zegras played in most of the games this season – out of the 82 potential games he could have played in. And Jack Hughes only played in a little bit more than half of what he could have potentially played in. So my thing is like, yes, Trevor Zegras finished with more points, but uh, Jack Hughes played in way less games compared to him. And also Jack Hughes is an all-star. He's already a franchise player. He has a fat new eight-year contract. So my thing is like, I'm not expecting Trevor Zegras. I'm not trying to, you know, do any that sort of circumstance, but I genuinely do believe that Jack Hughes is better. And if not now, if you disagree now, then maybe Jack Hughes will be the better player in the future. Just maybe just putting that out there a little bit. So that was my overall stance about the whole, whole interaction. Like I said, when that uh, former host of locked on sharks basically just said like, uh, I'm insane and I'm just trolling for clicks to new heights every day. Well, first and foremost, you might want to get more of a, of a support system behind you because you got zero likes and uh, zero comments. And I have the right to do because, you know, you, you came at me first and I'm just uh, retaliating, not trying to start a beef or anything. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying. So my overall thing is this. So I, I decided let's turn this troll into something more productive. Let's turn it into something good. So expect a crossover between me and JD Hernandez of Locked on Ducks as we talk about Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras. So I already gave you guys a little bit of a snippet. I already told you guys, who I think is better between the two. Obviously, I'm going to be a little bit more biased, but I genuinely do believe Jack Hughes is better than Trevor Zegras, but Trevor Zegras is also good. I'm not saying it's by a long shot, but if I had to pick one or the other, I'm going to go with my guy, Jack Hughes. So that's my overall stance. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So anyway, let's get on with today's discussion. Let's talk about underrated players, shall we? So let's talk about the top 20 defenseman ranking in the NHL. So, you know, obviously you got Kale McCarr, you got Chris Letang, you got Devon Taves, you got uh, the reigning uh, Calder Memorial Trophy winner in Mo Sider, Quinn Hughes, obviously the brother of Jack Hughes, uh, Brett Burns, all that. Yeah, that, that that's cool. And all. Morgan Riley, top 20, whatever the case might be. But there's somebody missing on that list. And it is Dougie Hamilton. So I'm going to answer the question. Is Dougie Hamilton a top 20 defenseman in the league. So here's my overall thing, and let's just get some background information. I believe when people are looking at the top 20 defensemen or when NHL released that overall ranking of the top defensemen in the NHL currently, 
I think they were going based on last season. Because my thing is, like, I think people are forgetting how good Dougie Hamilton is. And I think we as Devils fans are forgetting how good Dougie Hamilton is because he was the top free agent, uh, not last year, but the year before that. And the Devils were able to get him. We signed him to a long-term deal. And we basically got the biggest free agent on the books. And people forgot that he was in the running for the uh, Norris Trophy. He's a big guy. He stands six foot six. So he uses his long body frame to his advantage. And I feel as though Dougie Hamilton still has room to grow. He's only 29. He turned 29 back in June. And I feel as he definitely has a lot of untapped potential to basically uh, put himself into a better position to possibly one day win the Norris Trophy. Because I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for Dougie Hamilton to possibly win a Norris Trophy. I genuinely uh, think that it's he has the full capability to do so. But at the same time, you know, I get why people have forgotten about Dougie Hamilton because he kind of had a forgettable year. But that's not his fault. But my overall thing is, like, I, I still believe Dougie Hamilton is a top 20 defenseman in the league. So last year he appeared in 62 games, 20 goals, 21 assists for a grand total of 30 points. And obviously that, that was a bit of a far cry from what he was able to do while playing for the Carolina Hurricanes. So the one thing we expect from Dougie Hamilton is that we want him to be a two-way player. We want him to, you know, provide offense. We're going to rely on him to be one of our best offensive defensemen on the roster because you're not going to get that out of Jonas Siegenthaler. You're not going to get that out of Ryan Graves. You're certainly not going to get that out of Marino or, or Smith. So you got to get that out. Brendan Smith, just, just just putting that out there for clarity, because I know Smith is was dealt away to the, to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So just putting that out there before any of you come at me. So Brendan Smith, to be more specific. But anyway, uh, digressing a little bit, I feel as though Dougie Hamilton is obviously our best offensive defenseman that we got. I feel as though this year we can expect a lot of better offensive opportunities for Dougie Hamilton, because are people forgetting that within his first 17 seconds of stepping foot onto the rink for his first regular season game as a New Jersey Devil, he was able to score a goal. I think that was one of the more memorable things that he did last year. But the, I said it many prior episodes. I said what was the downfall of Dougie Hamilton was when he got his, uh, the fracture in his face and he had to get surgery. Because if I recall correctly, when that first went down, there's no such thing as a minor surgery. And I anticipated for Dougie Hamilton to be out for quite some time. And I think he missed nearly two months of the season before he was able to fully rebound and uh, play in a game once again, if my memory is good for today. So I believe Dougie Hamilton is still a top 20 defenseman. But this season, obviously, he didn't do too well. Now, someone did respond to me on Twitter when I said, like, somebody's missing from that list, and I say, it's Dougie Hamilton. Uh, somebody told me, like, Trey, uh, here's the thing about Dougie Hamilton, and here's my overall stance on it. No, he's not. It sucks, but uh, Doug has to prove it. He fell off hard after he broke his face. His stats were dismal upon return. Severson at least hovered near the top 20 numbers. He had 12 goals, 35 assists to not disappoint me. So – Here's the thing, and here's my response to that person. Yes, you are correct. Dougie Hamilton did fall off, but are we really going to use this one season to determine if he was a top defenseman or not? Because I feel like that's unfair to Dougie Hamilton because he's worked so hard to you know, be considered at the time one of the top free agents. He worked hard to be in the running for the Norris Trophy. He worked so hard to uh, get respect on his name. 
I feel as though it's a little unfair that, you know, I get it, the injury kind of them, and I get that a lot of people forgot who Dougie Hamilton pretty much was, you know, uh, essentially because they, they anticipated more from him. But I think it's just unfair that we just don't put Dougie Hamilton in the discussion for top 20 defensemen. If he's not a top 20, then he at very least has to be like top 25 or top 30, if that. I still feel as though Dougie Hamilton is a top 20 defenseman in this league. And going off what that person said, in 62 games, he had nine goals, 21 assists for a grand total of 30 points. So you're telling me that you want Dougie Hamilton to have 12 goals. Well, he was three goals away from doing that, and you want him to have 35 assists. Well, I'm sure if he played in more games and if he was, like, not injured, I think he would have gotten that with ease. So my thing is, like, yeah, he 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 did prove to have a dismal year, a forgettable year, but I don't think we should put that over his head. I feel as though he still is a top defenseman in this league, and he was a top free agent for a reason. He was the number one free agent if my memory serves me well. So my thing is, like, I think Dougie Hamilton – and I, this is going to be my final point, is a top 20 defenseman. I don't think we can use just this one season alone to determine whether he was a top defenseman or not. I feel as though that's unfair to him, and he's going to have a bounce back year. But remember what I've said, what the Brad Pack have said. Remember what all of us have been saying, essentially, which is when Dougie Hamilton went down with that injury, the problem was is that it was his face. So once he comes back, he can't eat as well as he once did, which means he's not getting the – amount of nutrients in his body so he's not eating as heavily as he once did and he has to work out immensely so he's going to lose a lot of weight as a result so he's not going to come out with a full-blown uh, fire energy so the only way for him to recover for that was during the course of the offseason so one of my x factors going into this year is Dougie Hamilton having that bounce back year so that's what I want people to take away from all this. Dougie Hamilton is still a top 20 defenseman. He just had a bad year, and it was due to injury. I think that's unfair that he is in the discussion, in my eyes, and people how good he is. Now, before we continue with today's episode, we need to get serious momentarily because the first and only live read comes from an important announcement from HTSA. It's never okay to drive stone. You put yourself and others in danger. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but you put everyone around you. So stop kidding yourself. If you've been smoking marijuana, you feel funny, you feel different, it's going to show in your driving, and you can hurt yourself, you can hurt someone else, and you can change your life forever for the worse. So do not drive stone and drive sober, or you will get a DUI. And trust me, nobody wants to deal with that. And this has been an important message from the NHTSA. So as many of you might already know, I usually like to go on to Devil's Twitter and I like to search for storylines. I like to search for articles. I like to search for a various amount of opinions so that way I can make an episode centering around that said subject. And I found a tweet from one of my good buddies, the Brad Pack, and he said, Simone Mess is like mac and cheese at Chick-fil-A because holy crap, it's so good, but people forget that because it gets buried under how many other good things there are also 
really um, freaking good, let's just say. Like, imagine sleeping on a second overall pick because the rest of the pipeline is that good. Now, he does raise an interesting point because we talk a lot about Luke Hughes. We talk a lot about Fabian Zetterlin. We talk a lot about Alexander Holtz to an extent. We talk a lot about these other good New Jersey Devils players in the pipeline. But why Simone Nemetz? Because as you guys know, my buddy Jersey Joe, he's big on Simone Nemetz. And he was ecstatic when the New Jersey Devils selected him with the second overall pick. And a lot of people wonder why Nemetz was selected second overall after Uri Slavkowski went first overall. Well, remember, you don't draft the best player available you draft what your team needs. And when looking at the Mets, I think the overall thing is that I think people are just waiting for Luke Hughes to wrap up his sophomore year at the University of Michigan because Luke Hughes is obviously a left-handed defenseman, whereas the Mets is a right-handed defenseman. So I think the plan for Tom Fitzgerald and the Devils organization is to develop the Mets and Hughes together side by side so that way they can become good young tandem at the defensive end for the New Jersey Devils because with Nemetz's defense and also Hughes' offense, that's actually a pretty good combination to have. Now, here's the thing. Nemetz has already signed his three-year entry-level deal. I genuinely believed that um, he was going to play over in Europe for maybe another year or two, and then he would sign his entry-level deal and then come over to play with the Devils organization. But I was wrong. He was he signed his entry-level deal during the course of the summer, and now the question is, like, do we put him on the roster right away or do we put him in develop from there? Personally, I was in Utica. I want to see him develop right there because the Brad Pack does raise an interesting talking point, which is why don't we talk about Simone Nemetz and why don't we talk about what he could potentially bring to an organization because, quite honestly, the kid's an athlete. Like, he knows how to facilitate. He has – um, a, a decent shot. He's a very strong guy. He can only go up from here. Like there are just some players who are just born athletes and that is Simone Nemetz. He is the epitome of that. So I feel as though for New Jersey Devils, I feel as though we really need to just give more hype to Nemetz and what he could bring to the Devils organization. Because my overall thing is that I want to see Luke Hughes develop a better defensive game. But I want to see Nemetz develop a better offensive game. And he was able to do that during the course of the playoffs while playing in Slovakia because uh, Nemetz was able to rack up a decent amount of points during the course of the playoff run. But I just want to see him generate even more because I feel as though he can definitely do that because in 19 playing in Slovakia, the, the kid had five goals and, and he had 17 uh, total points. But during the course of the season, in 39 games, he only had one goal. So the fact he was able to pick it up during the course of the playoffs is very impressive. But I just want to see more out of Simone Nemetz. So my overall thing is I think we do need to talk about Simone Nemetz and what he could potentially bring to the organization. And I'll do a full-fledged episode in regards to what Nemetz can bring to the organization because I feel as though it's definitely a topic that we need to revisit because I don't think a lot of people have been, have been discussing it as a whole. So I see that from Devils fans because Simone Nemetz was the second overall pick, but why aren't we hyping him up? Why aren't we talking about him? You know, I'm a little confused too. That the Brad Peck does bring up an interesting talking point. So let me know what you guys think about Simone Nemetz. And I will definitely do a revisiting episode and talk about what he could bring to the organization. Maybe I'll talk to Jersey Joe about him a little bit more because it's been a while since uh, Joe has appeared on the show, but we'll see what happens. But as for today's episode, that's all time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Let me know what you guys think about Trevor Zegras versus Jack Hughes. Expect a crossover with J. 
locked on Anaheim Ducks. What do you think about Dougie Hamilton? Is he a top 20 defenseman? I personally think so. I I wouldn't I don't think it's out of the ordinary to say he's a top 10 and 15 defenseman, quite honestly. And also Simone Nemetz. Why aren't we talking about him? Second overall pick. I think we should talk more about Simone Nemetz. So I'll save it for a future episode. But as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe once again. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Episode 501 in the books.